you know, like, yes, there's fear whenever, you know, we're going out into the, you know, the deep or the unknown and we don't, you know, and we're really having to put ourselves out there. I think anything, any real meaningful work is going to require us to put ourselves out there. So me getting sober was that launching pad of, okay, this is, this is who I really am. Hello, Fempreneurs. My name is Lindsay Berry. So I connected with today's guest on Instagram. I don't even remember how it happened. I saw something that she had posted or maybe one of my connections had commented below one of her posts, which brought it up on my feed. Again, the power of Instagram is infinite and it's such an amazing free tool. If you're using it properly, um, we'll get into that later. But Venetia is a brave woman. She's uh, overcome some massive things. She alluded, it, alluded to it just right now in her intro. Let's not delay, let's dive into this episode. I'm so excited for you to learn from her. Entering into sobriety, so entering into recovery, uh, basically just quitting drinking, yeah. you know, and then, and then deciding, like making the decision to own that part of my story yeah. and not, you know, not want to cover it up or hide from it or you know, have any kind of shame around it at all. And, and that was actually, I, I would say that that was the launching pad for me really embracing who I am. And, and it also gave me uh, the courage to just, um, to just, you know, like, yes, there's fear whenever, you know, we're going out into the, you know, the deep or the unknown, and we don't, you know, and we're really having to put ourselves out there. I think anything, any real meaningful work is going to require us to put ourselves out there. So me getting sober was that launching pad of, okay, this is, this is who I really am you know, yeah. and, and this Well, is... I wish I had like 25 entrepreneurs behind me so that it wasn't just me doing this. And I'm just applauding you because like, holy cow, quitting drinking. Wow. That's, I don't know that I could do that. <laughs> um, I am so freaking proud of you and honored to be able to interview you today. And also I think you're right. A lot of women who go through a big change like that, who um, they get really quiet about it. And I think it takes some serious lady balls to take others on the journey. And I was doing some research into you back when you booked this interview. And I noticed that that was part of your story. And I noticed that you got some other things, whether or not you'll bring some of these other things up, I'll leave it up to you. But um, you're just, you're so brave and so courageous. And just again, the fact that you're willing to take others on the journey and to inspire them and to take whatever they can from your story, like huge pat on the back for you. You should be so freaking proud of yourself. And again, I'm just honored to have the opportunity to spend a little bit of time with you. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. Sure. So when yeah. you decided to start sharing this with other people, take us back to the feelings and then the actions that kind of got you moving in that direction. How did you kind of start you know, putting stuff on social media? Did you, did you, did you build a website? Like what were those first steps to you putting it out there that you were doing all these things? Um, well, it's sort of, you know, for, for some of these things that started, it was sort of just, uh, <laughs> like, I didn't even, you know, I, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, I didn't have like a, 
wasn't on my vision board. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. It just kind of happened. And you touched on something that, you know, uh, when you were saying like a lot of people, you know, and they, they're, you know, they start out and they're, they're shy about talking about it and things like that. Well, I, I was too. I was terrified of anyone knowing that, you know, I quit drinking and I quit drinking because, you know, I was an alcoholic or couldn't handle my alcohol or how, whatever it looks like. Right. Um, and so it, it wasn't, um, it was when I, you know, things really, then I started into more like going into higher gear. Once I accepted it, I couldn't do anything with a website or with a blog or with speaking openly to other people until I accepted it. Once I accepted it, I, I mean, yeah, there was still a little bit of fear and stuff like that there, but I was okay with it. So it made it easier to show up on those different platforms. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, so some of those first steps, like I, I, I remember, uh, I re well, for years I had, you know, certain people telling me like, oh, you should, you know, you need to start a website, Venetia, and you should be, you know, sharing your story and speaking and whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't even know what I would put on a website, like, I don't, you know, and just, um, <clears throat> and things like that. And same with the book, like, oh, you should write a book and, you know, get your story out there. And, and uh, you know, it took me five years to write my book. And, uh, and then it took several years leading up to that just to have the courage to start writing. And so this, I think all of these things, especially when it's, you know, they're, they're, it's intertwined with our personal, uh, our personal lives. Um, it, we really have to, we have to, the groundwork is us working on ourselves. You know what I mean? In order order to launch whatever it is that we're going to do. And, and that was no different for me. I had to do all of that inner work before I could throw myself on the, you know, the website or the blog or the, you know, start writing the book or start the foundation or whatever. I, I, I had to be like, I was ready. I was ready to, you know, take it on. So, right. Yeah. And your book is called Ordinary Courage. I found a podcast with the same name, so that's awesome. I listened to a few um, a few episodes, so congrats on all of that. So take us back to that time when you were still in that phase of, I'm not ready yet, I'm not ready yet, I still don't 100% maybe believe in myself enough or whatever that looked like. What happened to get you across the line into, I'm going to go out onto social media, I'm going to start a website, I'm going to do more public stuff with this experience that I've found myself in. How did that transition happen? Was it a mentor? Was it a book you read? Was it like, how did you get there? So I, for me, it was, um, and I'm a big believer in this too, but it was, it was other people. Like it was other people that believed in me when I didn't totally believe in myself. And it, there, you know, it was a repetition of that, you know, just believing and that believing and believing and just, you know, it was almost like just, you know, when we, our vehicle's on empty and we got to go fuel up, you know what I mean? And it was, yeah. I was, it was like, I was no different. I just, I needed that, that, you know, um, consistent, um, dedicated, faithful, those faithful 
friends that were like, you can do this, Venetia. Like, you know, um, this is who you are and this is your, you know, your mission and your, you know, you, you know, you were made to do like just all the things, all the encouragement, all the support, all the belief. And so it was that just over and over and over and over. And then, and then other little things, you know, cause you kind of start to, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I would kind of start to look for other signs like, okay, if I'm really supposed to do this, you know, I, I need, I need something else. I need another little yeah. sign or another little, you know, and then I remember, uh, this is a lot of years ago now, probably a decade, um, uh, reading um, a blog post from, uh, oh my gosh, her name just totally fell out of my head. Not Brene Brown, but... Uh, Rachel other, Hollis? No. Um, that, that's my menopausal brain. So just pardon me. It'll come up again later. Okay, when you remember later, just yeah, jump back in. Yeah, so I read her blog post and she uh, she was just, she was totally real. She showed up like 100% just authentic. And and I remember reading her blog post and, and she talked about, you know, being an alcoholic and having mental health issues and, and stuff like that. And I, I almost, I had to do like a double take on the blog. Did she actually freaking just write that? Like, you know what I mean? And like, I, this I, is my sign. This is the sign I was looking yeah. for. And, and right then in that moment, uh, that literally, it was like, you know, when you have those pivotal moments, it's like the defining, like a light switch coming on. And that did something in my heart and my soul, my gut, that I was just like, I, that's it. I'm like, I was, I was turned on. It was, I was literally turned on. And after that, like, I, I felt like I, I could, I could, you know, I could put this shit on my resume. Yeah. It, it didn't, you know, I just wanted, it didn't matter to me anymore. And so that, that was the catapult that after that, then I just started, I wasn't as afraid anymore. It just, it did something. And I just started saying, yes, yes, yes. To, to all the opportunities, yes to the website, yes to the you know blogging, yes to public speaking, yes, and then it just it just grew and grew and grew. Yeah, good for you. Oh man, and is, are you talking about the five second rule lady, the blonde lady, Me, uh, Mel uh, Mel Robbins? Yeah, no, no, no. Not her. She's awesome. Okay, okay. Because um, I, I think she had an alcoholism story too, a little bit. I think yeah. that was part of her story. So that's why I was thinking of her. Yeah. Um, anyways, it doesn't matter who it was. But the cool thing is that if she was able to do that for you, you've now done that for how many people because you stepped out and shared your story, because you put your story online and let random whoever needed to find it, find it. And that's so powerful. So thank you for doing yeah. that. Thanks, Lindsay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. And your mom, you have how many kids? I have four. Four adult children. Yeah. Okay. And I and I have seven grandchildren. Wow. Yeah. Seven grandchildren. Congratulations. So that must keep you busy as well. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. I although I'm I'm pretty busy with the foundation and, and things like that. So I don't I don't have yeah. as much, you know, uh, they call me mudgy. So I don't have as much mudgy time as I wish I did, but uh, yeah. where's mudgy? Where does that come from? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, several years ago, my oldest daughter was living with me, her and her husband and their two kids at the time. 
And uh, I used to come home from work and my oldest grandson, Boaz, because uh, Carissa would obviously would call me, hey, mama, like, you know, mom's home kind of thing, right? And uh, one day I came home from work and Boaz was like, you know, hey, mama, kind of thing. And Carissa was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And we, we were laughing. And she's like, no, that's, that's mama G. You know what I mean? And then he couldn't obviously say mama G, you know, uh, mama grandma kind of thing. And he was just like, oh, my G. And it just, ah? yeah, so, so I'm Maji. Yeah. Oh, I like it. That's so cute. Yeah. Did you know that the best way to help other fempreneurs find this podcast is by following or subscribing? If you love these weekly doses of marketing power, guess what? Other fempreneurs are going to love them too. And you have the power to help them find this podcast. Thank you so much for helping us empower more women to build their dream businesses. All right, let's get back to today's episode. Wow. Okay. So talk about the foundation. When did you start it? Why did you start it? What are you doing with that? How can we support that? Uh, so the foundation uh, started in 2015. And again, uh, that was through my own personal experience, my uh, personal journey. Uh, like I mentioned, I have four kids. So my second oldest daughter at the time, uh, she was a teenager at the time. And uh, she, long story short, she ended up on the street uh, addiction, you know, addicted to fentanyl, meth, it was horrible, like homeless, uh, you know, she, I thought she was going to die, uh, basically. And this was back in a time, like, we're getting a lot better now when it comes to talking about addiction and mental health and these issues. Um, but back then, we weren't so much. And especially parents that had, have children or youth, young adults that are struggling with addiction. It's like this shameful thing, you know, I, obviously I must be a bad parent if this is happening to my child. And that's, that's not true. And so that's how I started the foundation. It started with the run, just to raise awareness for youth addiction awareness, right? And to let other parents know that you're not one, you're not alone. And uh, there is hope. And uh, this is a, it is, it is an issue. And it does impact families and parents and youth and all of it. And so that's how the foundation started. And today, uh, almost 10 years later, we are a federally registered charity. And uh, we service uh, all, you know, all over Calgary. We work with multiple, multiple uh, treatment centers, uh, professionals, anyone that's impacted with addiction and mental health, uh, anywhere from 16 years of age to 65 years of age. And we do, it's called uh, activity-based recovery therapy program. And essentially what that is, it's the, we take the three disciplines of triathlon, swimming, biking, and running. And we run, we put people through a 12-week program uh, with these using an activity-based therapy uh, and help them, you know, recover and overcome and believe in themselves. And wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. What's the, what's the foundation called? Terminator Foundation. Terminator. Okay. So I was on that Instagram account too. So I have seen that. Wow. That's fantastic. So, um, and I noticed that you're a triathlon coach. So do you also do like some private coaching as a triathlon coach or is that purely through the foundation? Totally through the foundation. Yeah. yeah. Nice. There's, nice. there's much better coaches <laughs> in the organization now than me. And so I've, I've kind of, you know, I'll, I'll still train and, and obviously I, 
I love being with our, we call them athletes. I love being with our athletes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm busy doing more other things. So, yeah. Okay. And you yourself have, you've completed triathlons. Like I noticed that you did a post recently, something about like running is your therapy and you're, you've, you've become a major big runner. Tell us about that and how that's worked into your life and helped you. Yeah. I, I started running, uh, over 16 years ago. And, uh, at the time I was still married. My kids were littler and uh, it, it, uh, I didn't know how to run when I started. I couldn't run, it was embarrassing. And uh, so, yeah, I started running and about five months later, uh, my marriage collapsed, fell apart. That's where the book comes in, the Ordinary Courage book. Uh, I tell that story in there and uh, running literally uh, saved, saved my life. Uh, yeah, if I hadn't been running, I don't, yeah. So it's been, it's been a constant companion for me in my life that has, you know, so just, you know, the science behind it and everything is amazing. And just, I literally run for my mental, you know, everything in between my, my ears. So do you yeah. gather together groups of people ever and do runs where you like help other people get into it? Is that kind of something that you do either for fun or as an organized thing or? Um, I have in the past, uh, I have in the past done that. And now with Terminator, like the foundation, um, we, I mean, yeah, we work with, with people that are, you know, we help them teach them to run. We teach them to do all those things, run, swim and bike. And so we also on our website, we have a learn to run uh, guide that's on there for anyone that's interested. Uh, part of the organization now, we also have our annual youth addiction awareness run that happens every September. And uh, yeah. So you have that like a big fundraising event once a year and that's in September? That one is, yeah, yeah. We have a, do you have uh, other fundraising events throughout yeah, the year? Yeah, we do. Uh, thanks, Lindsay. Yeah, we, we actually have a brand new fundraiser uh, that's coming out. It's in June. It's on June 28th. Uh, and it's called Judgment Day, and we're doing a big paintball extravaganza. So you know how other, <laughs> you know, you know how other organizations will do the, you know, golf tournaments and stuff like that. Well, we, you know, we're we're gonna shoot people. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we're doing the paintball. So that's what we're doing to no just you know games. yeah yeah we're we're pretty excited about. It. So we have that in June on June twenty eighth, and then uh, in the summer uh, we have a another fundraiser that's happening. It's called Concert in the Country for all you first responders out there. Uh, that's gonna oh. be a, uh, um, more of an exclusive fundraiser. Uh, with the first responders and all the proceeds are going to Terminator. And then, yeah, we have our big annual run in September. And when is the concert in the country? Uh, that is in August, August. Uh, August 19th. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll link to the Terminator Foundation website in the show notes for sure. Okay. Um, are you looking for volunteers? Are you looking for support in any way that you can maybe just talk about right now in case someone listening is able to help out? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we definitely will be needing some volunteers uh, for the event in June and as well August uh, and well and September as well. So yeah, definitely always looking for volunteers. Uh, we're looking for silent auction items uh, that can be brought to the Terminator office. 
if you have any ideas for silent auction items, please just uh, reach out to me or the info at terminatorfoundation.com. And we are also looking for corporations uh, that would like to put a team together for the paintball extravaganza in June. So I think a YYC entrepreneurs team would kick some ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. too. I do too. Yeah. We'll get like, yeah. maybe we can get purple jumpsuits, you know, with oh. our entrepreneur purple. Yeah. Or not jumpsuits, what do you call them? Like coveralls? Full <laughs> yeah, no, coverage. Okay, well, this is very exciting. Um, well, okay, so Laura will be editing this podcast episode and she will get in touch with you to make sure that we have all three of those events on our website, on our events calendar. And yeah, in the show notes, you'll find a link to your website. So thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for being a brave woman for, um, yeah, being willing to put some of your most painful stuff out there into the world in hopes that it will help others. And no doubt you've helped hundreds, if not thousands of people through their stuff because of your courage. Um, what else can we leave fempreneurs with? Oh, one question I would like to ask yeah. is, um, you've been in this game for, for more than 10 years, but you're 10 year younger self. So you 10 years ago, is there something you would tell her that maybe she could have done a little differently or better or not at all? Would you, would you tell her anything right now? Yeah, I, uh, you know, get, probably get started sooner. Like, Mm. just don't, like, don't, don't wait, don't wait. And honestly, it's it's funny that you say that too, because I, I, obviously I can't go back in time, um, but I feel like, you know, right now I am having these conversations uh, with my daughters, um, Mm. with both of my adult, you know, women, young women daughters, Mm -hmm. they're, you know, 25 and 30 years old, you know, and and uh, just, yeah, being able to give, give that to them, obviously, as well as others, too. But, yeah, just, you know, don't, don't, don't stop. Like, don't let anything hold you up, you know, because I, it, you know, and trust yourself. Trust your gut. Trust your heart, you know. And if one or two people are seeing something in you and they're saying that to you, it's there. It's there, you know. So don't wait don't you don't need more confirmation you don't need you know and and honestly too who cares if you fail who cares who cares you know you get up you dust yourself off and you go again you know i i've failed more times than i can count you know i i've messed up i've not done the best job i've not had all my ducks in a row i've so what so what right we can only get better at this stuff right yes and feeling up is a thing like failing up is totally a thing in business we we always improve when we learn from our mistakes so we really if we don't make mistakes it means we're not trying it means we're not doing the hard stuff we need to do to impact lives so thank you again for being brave and for sharing that message with fempreneurs thanks lindsay yeah. Thank you. Well, I'm going to let you get on with your day again. Thank you for taking the time. This has been so powerful. Um, like definitely going to connect with you in the near future to get involved in some way. in at least one of these events, if not more than one, I'm so excited. I've been looking for something like this. So you definitely landed in my world for a reason at the right time. So 
Thank you so much. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be speaking soon. Hopefully um, over a non-alcoholic beer on a patio. Yours will be non-alcoholic. Mine will not. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Venetia. Have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hello, Fempreneurs. This is Laura, producer of the Fempreneurs Marketing Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to hang out with Lindsay and I and learn more about marketing, head over to Fem Team. We'd love to help you grow your business. Talk to you soon. Bye for now.